All right. This is the happy birthday episode to America. 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 Happy birthday. Well, I mean, it's past the birthday, but happy belated birthday. Oh, welcome everybody to episode 87 of Wayne in with Travis Hartman. That over there is Weekend Trav. I am B-Money, the uh, producer, known as producer and whatever else. Uh, we're coming to you from two different studios as it is 4th of July weekend, or at least the end of 4th of July weekend. It's a little tough with families and stuff to negotiate a, a, an hour or two to, to carve out in order to record these podcasts. So we're coming to you via my home studio, as well as still we can travel in the boxing studio. Uh, so it's a pleasure in the podcast studio in the podcast studio. This is the number one beards, bourbon and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym, specifically spit a little bit specifically on the second floor of the boxing gym in the podcast room shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today is actually Tuesday dropping on Wednesday morning at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget to look and don't forget to check it out. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the bell icon to get your notification for every time we pop, uh, drop a podcast because we drop them every Wednesday at 7.15 a.m. And we have done that now for approximately eight to nine weeks. Every Wednesday, we have not been late. We have not not dropped an episode. We are the number one boxing beards and bourbon podcast in our demographic, specifically in the world. In the world. I was waiting to get to that last part. In the world, in the in world. world. So folks uh, listening or watching at home, whether or not you're catching us on YouTube or Rumble on the visual side of things, or if you're listening to us on the audio cast, uh, whether that's on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Amazon or iTunes or wherever it is, is iTunes still the name of it? I don't even know. I don't have Apple. So wherever you're catching yeah. this, we appreciate you and we appreciate your support and following along, but we can try. This is probably gonna be one of our shortest episodes ever, ever. That's not what she said. Maybe after the fact. Anyways, so we can travel. We had a little bit to talk about. We want to jump right into the August 6th matchup, which is supposed to be Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. Other than the fact that Tommy Fury seems to have found his way out and is having some visa issues, though those could be settled up pretty easily. Jake Paul has given him until Wednesday uh, which is the day this episode is dropping. So for all we know, by the time this drops, there is actual updates to who the opponent will be for Jake Paul on August 6th. Well, let's talk about the on-again, off-again drama here with what's going on with that matchup. Yeah, I mean, listen, it wouldn't be a Jake Paul fight if we didn't have some sort of drama or some sort of entertainment value going on because that's exactly what's going on. Um, I think that, this drama is it it will pay off if Tommy Fury ends up actually coming through on this fight because I think a lot of people are interested now and kind of clamoring for it recently because of this whole holdup because it's the second time around. Uh, just all that stuff. I really do think people are talking about it a little more than they ever did uh, because it looks like Tommy Fury is trying to wiggle out of it. And, and if he does this, it's very sad. If If Tommy Fury officially does not um, end up taking this fight. He should never get to fight Jake Paul ever again. In fact, <laughs> I'll go even as far to say he, 
I hope that he never gets another visa to come to America if he doesn't take care of this right now. Uh, because here's the deal. I do understand there's some complications because so Tyson Fury used to be connected to this guy who used to run MTK Global. Right. Okay. And I remember, and so do you remember, because a couple of years ago, we were back in Texas we won't for name, the Ryan Garcia fight. We won't name names as to our conversations and how that all connected the dots. But we know things, and we knew this because we knew some people that knew some people that um, I'm trying to separate ourselves as much as we possibly can because we did. We knew some stuff about a, this guy. We know he a guy also, who knew a guy who heard it from a girl who knew a guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you know, but you can imagine if we did know a person, but we did. So the story is we did know this MTK Global guy was a gangster. He's known gangster. He's been wanted. He's I think he's murdered a bunch of people and there's evidence of it, blah, blah, blah. And he's been hiding out. But he also used to be connected with Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, thankfully, also, when all this came out, and I think they finally arrested this guy, or they finally brought charges up against this um, MTK Global um, founder. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that they brought charges against this guy. All this is now, it's out in the open. So that is why I think, I'm quoting here, air quotes, Spotify listeners and other um, app listeners, I'm air quoting this because supposedly, that's why Tommy Fury is getting docked right now and not allowed into the United States because of his connection with that guy. However, I believe that Tommy Fury was over here already, but I also get it that he probably was over here on, on, on um, just some sort of a vacation, whatever visa. Now he's trying to get a work visa, which is a little different because now he's trying to make money in America. So they want to make sure that he's on the up and up. And um, by all sounds of it, I think they are because I'm pretty sure that Tyson Fury, Tommy's older brother, officially cut ties and separated himself away from MTK Global. Right. Um, and it seems like he's doing the right thing. And, and we don't know if this guy's guilty or not. He's alleged, right? All right. So take two. Take two, a little technical difficulties. But we can trap. As we were talking about, we were talking about MTK Global. We were talking about uh, Tommy Fury and, and actually Tyson Fury with regard to that. And that being possibly a roadblock to Tyson Fury getting his visa, if that's really the case. I'm still skeptical about whether or not that's really what's going on and if this isn't just for a little bit of publicity. Yeah, I mean, it does seem, um, who knows, because I think what looks bad, though, is the fact that Jake Paul and them are doing all the talking. And Tommy mm -hmm. Fury hasn't really said anything. So I think that's the problem where who, who, who are we supposed to believe? I mean, we can only go by what we're hearing. And that's all we're hearing because Tommy Fury has been literally radio silent. And according to Jake Paul and their team as well, we're just talking about what we've heard over social media and, and Jake Paul's camp is that they're not, they haven't heard from Tommy Fury and um, Jake Paul. When did he send that tweet out? Did he say tomorrow, which would be Wednesday, uh, July, Wednesday, July, let me see, Wednesday, Six. July 6th, um, Jake Paul tweeted out, I actually retweeted it as well, and he tweeted out that that's the deadline. I'll read it off to you. It said, Tommy is officially out by Wednesday morning if he doesn't go to the embassy slash come out of hiding. Three other opponents are lined up. I'm built different. That's a quote from Jake Paul, and that was two days ago. And I think that that's 100% the right decision. If they're trying to promote a show, they're trying to, to sell, and they're trying to pay a guy like Jake Paul, which you have to pay a lot because at this point he's fighting for millions. 
Um, you need a proper opponent, but you also, in the same token, if you're taking your career seriously, you also need proper time to train right. for a proper opponent. So I think it's handicapping Jake Paul too. And maybe this is, maybe this is good for all of us. Maybe we're going to get to see a different Jake Paul because to be fair, be money. I gave Jake Paul credit when he rematched uh, Tyrone Woodley on what, 10 to 12 days notice the last time that Tommy Fury fell out. And mm -hmm. then Jake Paul ended up knocking out Tyrone Woodley, but he did not look phenomenal leading up to that knockout, but what doesn't matter because the knockout was phenomenal and he dropped him. He knocked out Tyrone Woodley cold face planted him. So what I'm trying to say is Jake Paul is built a little different. A lot of fighters would have, would have just postponed the fight until he found a suitable opponent. Jake Paul said, no, in a fight, looks like he's doing the same thing now. I just think because he's so tied in with MVP promotions uh, that he has to fight at this point because that's that's what's really selling this card. Yes, I understand uh, Amanda Serrano's on it and whatnot, but people don't want to – I don't think people are ready to spend the money to see that again as a headliner. Uh, so I think no matter what, something's got to happen. Him as the boxer now, he has to he has to also wear a promoter hat uh, in, in a sense, and who knows what's going to happen. I think it's a bit of trying to sell this fight a little better. I'd, I would imagine that there's going to be a miracle scenario where Wednesday morning, which is the same morning this podcast drops, so we, we might have be dealing with old information by the time you listen to us. I'd imagine that that's going to be rectified so everybody wins in this situation and we got some interest leading into this thing in a month. I'm still not super interested in him fighting Tommy Fury. However, the two names that I keep hearing, and other people are hearing the same things, you know, I might have my finger to the pulse a little bit, but here's the two names, and I've been saying one of them for some time. If Tommy Fury doesn't pan out, you're going to be looking at Nate Diaz, which I understand is not a true boxer, so you're, always, you're going to continue to have that argument about Jake Paul not fighting a real boxer. And then recently what's come up because of words that the man himself has, uh, has talked about, Mike Tyson. So, yep. you want to sell a fight? That's how you sell a fight. I would, everyone's going to would want to see Iron Mike if that, if that could actually happen. I don't know how that would happen outside of an exhibition sort of situation. But um, those are the yeah. two names I hear if Tommy Fury doesn't pan out. Chances are, come tomorrow morning for us on Wednesday morning, probably going to be rectified, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, it would have to be an exhibition with Mike Tyson because no sane commission in New York, especially, would sanction a Mike Tyson versus no. Jake Paul fight because there's a lot of rules and people don't know this, but there's a lot of rules with commissions when a guy has a certain amount of fights like Mike Tyson obviously got 50 or 60 pro fights. Jake Paul's got five or six pro fights. So there's a big discrepancy there. And, and obviously it's Mike Tyson who can take your head off. And also Jake Paul would have to come in weight heavier. Jake Paul would have to yep. come in 201 plus because that's the heavyweight division in yep. pro boxing. And you're not allowed to fight out of your weight class unless you weigh in that weight class. So there's a lot that have to be worked out for that. And honestly, if they end up fighting Mike Tyson, that would be stupid. That's a fight that deserves about an eight to eight to 12 week buildup. Because right. that's huge. And it's that's Mike why, Tyson. And that's why I'm thinking we can travel. We're probably going to see the miracle happen tomorrow for Tommy Fury. That's a lot of money to walk away from. And that's a lot of egg on that Fury family name that I don't think they want to deal with. I don't know yeah. what's more embarrassing, losing to Jake Paul or the way so far this is kind of unfolded. If all of a sudden Tommy out. does truly drop the back. Yeah, 
and this will be the second time Tommy Fury backed out. Right. So that's the worst part about all of this. This isn't the first time. Yeah, there was, was, uh, the there, was time. A, there was an injury the first time. So yeah, they, but they were, it was, and it seemed legit, but nobody really knew. Nobody still knew. I think even Jake Paul even claimed they really didn't see any proof, but clearly I'm going to say that he probably was hurt, but I, I believe leading up to that, that he didn't even notify them until later too, that he was actually that hurt. So either way, it's not showing um, a lot of responsibility. And it's not showing a lot of class by um, pulling out that quick, that soon and doing it the way he's doing it. So I hope that if Tom, I'm going to put this out there. If Tommy Fury truly wants to fight Jake Paul on August 6th, he will make it happen. Yeah. So that's all there is to it. If he actually wants to see him fight, if, if Tommy actually wants to fight Jake Paul, he'll make it happen. That's period. I've always said that people who want to make stuff happen, they will make every excuse in the book to make it happen. This is the biggest payday of his career and probably will be the biggest payday of his career at this point from what we've seen of Tommy Fury in the ring. So it makes no sense to me why we aren't hearing more from his side of the camp. First of all, it took like them nothing. For, it took them forever to actually sign a court. Well, we're getting we're getting the word from the the Paul or the Jake Paul yeah. camp, which yeah. hasn't been refuted that they took forever yeah. on the contract stuff and in and, and agreeing to terms and this and that. And until he put it out publicly, that is when Tommy Fury jumped on and said, you know, fine, we're, we're you know, forget everybody else. I'm signing it. We're in. Yep. So who knows? There's a lot going on. I don't think that we're uh, we really understand uh, behind yeah. the scenes there. Uh, BJ Flores comes out and says basically that if if it's not going to be Tommy Fury, then it's going to be you know definitely a, a big time name that people are going to raise their eyebrows at. Okay, well that's why I'm kind of more thinking it's one of the two that I mentioned. Probably Iron Mike, not, but probably Nate Diaz. Yeah. We keep hearing that name floated around this whole matchup. Once again, not a boxer. It is what it is. We'll know more, ladies and gentlemen, within the next 24 plus hours. Uh, but unfortunately for us, the way that we drop this podcast, this might be old news by now. Yeah, but you know what, though? What's still good speculation for us because um, we're, we're still covering it. And also follow us on our Instagram where we can update that 24 hours a day, 24-7. So make sure you follow our Instagram page, which is weighing in with Travis Hartman while you're at it. Click on the little link in our bio give our last episode some love and then we'll upload our new episode in that bio as well. Give us some love there, but also follow our Instagram. We update that thing pretty regularly. We'll repost and post on our storyline. Sometimes we'll make a reel out about it, um, but check us out because we update that 24 seven. So even regardless of whatever happens tomorrow morning uh, with Jake Paul and Tommy Fury, we'll have it updated um, on our actual uh, Instagram account, but make sure you check out this episode because we won't get to see B Money's pretty face and pretty hair and cool sunglasses and my beard and my tan. And I have a really tan? bad tan on my back, actually. It's I don't think, they don't call that tan, they call that burnt. So I'm crispy. I am crispy. Yeah, yeah. So well, we can trap. Uh, I don't know how a good segue to this, but let's let's move on because we're gonna know more about this Paul fight here in the next few days. But let's talk about uh, a, a gentleman. Actually, two guys in general. One has a fight coming up in the next, what, two weeks, I believe. And then the other guy has a fight later on this year. But there's been a lot of drama online and talking about one Ryan Garcia and one Canelo Alvarez. A lot of just kind of talkings back and forth, not directly to one another, but via yeah. media outlets. Um, and then other uh, other boxers, other big time names weighing in on what they have to say. 
give the run, give the ladies and gentlemen at home a, a bit of a rundown here of what we've been hearing uh, back and forth between these two two guys. Listen, from what I've saw, it's all started from Canelo was asked a question, I believe, in an interview. Uh, I don't know if it was on DAZN or what, because he's doing a lot of press right now leading up to his, his a trilogy fight with Triple G. And as you guys all know, Ryan Garcia used to train with Canelo, used to be trained by Canelo's same trainer. Obviously, they split now, and, and that's it's never going to be a bad. They didn't split either because Eddie Reynoso was doing a bad job. He won his last fight with Eddie Reynoso. In fact, it was a massive knockout win by Ryan Garcia. But yep. then he went inactive. Who knows what happened in that camp? But I know in that camp, the numero uno in that camp is Canelo Alvarez. As it period. should be. And, and that's who is the moneymaker. That's who is the greatest out of that camp at, at this point. Ryan Garcia is still young. Ryan Garcia is undefeated, not a world champion. Somebody asked Canelo who he thinks would win between Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. And, and, and Canelo said, Honestly, he's like, I think, I think Tank wins right now. He goes, but I'm not saying that Ryan can't beat him down the road. He goes, I just don't think Ryan's ready yet. Well, of course, Ryan Garcia caught wind of that, thought Canelo was talking smack, which he gave his honest opinion. Whether he was talking smack or not, I don't know. But I don't think Canelo, here's my favorite saying that Floyd Mayweather always said. He said, elephants don't beef with ants. You feel me? Canelo's not trying to beef with Garcia because he doesn't need to. He doesn't honestly need to or care. He was asked a question. He didn't bring up Ryan Garcia. This guy's got so much on his plate and so much to worry about that he's not going to beef. And to be fair and not disrespectful to Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia in this situation, he's an ant. Canelo's an elephant. So they're not beefing. Canelo was just giving his honest opinion when he was asked. Then Ryan Garcia came out, made some cracks at Canelo, blah, blah, blah. Canelo also said that, you know, Ryan Garcia is not even a world champion yet. Come back and talk to me when you're a world champion. He's not wrong. Canelo's not wrong. Ryan Garcia, you are not a world champion. And Ryan Garcia clipped back about, yeah, well, I didn't get to fight Ricky or uh, Matthew Hatton for my to right. win a world title. Blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. Canelo's legit. Nobody would say he's not legit. Nobody would say he's not a legit champion. So it doesn't matter who he fought. Ryan Garcia, listen, take some words of wisdom from a guy myself who, who was professional for 16 plus years. Earn your stripes, brother. You can say all you want. Earn your stripes. You haven't earned them. You are earning them, but you haven't earned them yet. You're speaking with Right now, the godfather of boxing. All yeah, right? I don't think Canelo owns boxing right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't think I haven't seen anyone really come to Ryan Garcia's defense on any of this stuff. Because even uh, uh, today, I saw Floyd Mayweather's comments week in Trav, and I think you were reading those yeah. to me as well uh, pre production. And what was it that Floyd Mayweather had just said about it? Yeah, he was, um, he pretty much was echoing the same thing that I think a lot of old school boxers are thinking and it's the same thing so i'll read you word for word um what old pretty boy floyd mayweather said let me find it here we go i gotta find it it's on the esp insight i just had okay here we go floyd mayweather you see ryan garcia first he's praising canelo want to learn from canelo in canelo's training camp now it's all hate accomplish what canelo has accomplished then speak bad about him listen you can hate mayweather all you want but Mayweather is spot on right there. Yeah, he is. Earn your stripes. That's the deal. You can't just talk crap. You got to earn the right to talk crap. And that and that's actually the truth. Yep. You got to earn the right to talk crap. You want to talk crap to Canelo? You know how you back it up? You don't have two legs to stand on at this point right now because you don't even got a world title. You have not even fought the top, top guys in that division, let alone world titleists. So 
Ryan Garcia, all due respect, bro. And I want to see this. I want to see you prove us. I want to see you prove it wrong. I want to see you be world champion, but you're not. Shut up and train right now. Shut up go. and train. That's and it. Can- and Canelo needs to stop messing around with ants. Uh, in my opinion, he's got bigger fish to fry here in September. And uh, we'll get to that as the weeks progress. So we can travel. Uh, the only thing that else that I wanted to bring up is the fact that it is for us right now is July 5th. Yesterday on July 4th, which is Independence Day here in the States, Happy birthday, America. It was a great time. Uh, I had family in town. We were having a good time. I know you were, you were up, you were at, um, where were you at? Crystal River. Yeah, you were having a good time. Saw your photos and stuff like that. However, around lunchtime, it's a tradition for me. Okay. Tradition. I always tune in. I don't like watching ESPN a lot, but when I do, it's usually July 4th. It's lunchtime and it's the Nathan's hot dogs eating contest (laughs) up there in Coney Island. Okay. Oh yeah. Hey, listen, listen, I don't know if you've caught this. I don't know if you ever caught this stuff, but I certainly did. And I made a little money on it. I decided to make a little, put a little wager on, you know, on, on, um, on Joey chestnut winning, which is not the easy. That's not the hard bet. The hard bet. And the, what I actually won money on was that he would not break his record. He was coming in on crutches. He had a leg injury, you know, so the over under on hot dogs eaten within 10 minutes was 74 and a half. I took I, his record of 76, I believe. I said he wasn't going to get 76, and I won a whopping five bucks on that bet. So I was pretty happy with myself. That's not why I bring it up, Weekend Trav. Not only did this guy win by consuming 63, I think, 63 dang hot dogs in 10 minutes, which sounds awful, by the way. It's a, mm-hmm. it, it, If you ever watch these guys consuming these things, too, it's just a, it's a, it's weird. Um, but you got to find the footage online because ESPN didn't show this during the broadcast. You got to find the footage online, probably around hot dog 10, 11 or 12. Someone stormed the stage, a protester for something. And I have no idea what Joey chestnut mid hot dog, mid hot dog, caught the guy in the Cobra clutch and flung him (laughs) backwards, flung him backwards and security took care of the rest. And then he went on to consume another 50 hot dogs and win the whole stinking competition on a bum tire on crutches. That's the man 15 time champion of this event. He should go down in history as one of the best champions of all time. I mean, listen, I, I actually thank you for keeping me updated on this whole deal because I was laughing at you and secretly, but also openly. Okay. for this but turns out it was pretty funny when i googled that video of him choking the guy out you guys one he's on crutches two he's in the middle of a contest this star wars like and protester runs up there joey chestnut grabs him by the neck like slams him as security guards are getting this guy like are you serious joey chestnut's the goat right now heck yeah joey chestnut's the goat and I, I definitely have to echo what you said, though, by the way. Um, happy birthday, America. I am proud to be an American. Um, as dysfunctional as a lot of people think that we are, which we are, so is every other country. But I am very proud to be from this country. I, I will never leave this country. I will always fight for the rights of this country. I will always fight for our freedoms. And, and I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Oh. And I won't forget <laughs> The men who died, who gave that right to me. 
and I gladly stand. stand. Okay. All yeah, right, it's okay. a good look. Listen, it's a great one, and I, I I do love they're they're echoing that song. So we were at the it, Crystal River is a natural spring that goes into the Gulf. So we were in the Gulf of Mexico as well as Crystal Springs, and they were playing that song, and it guy. just it gives look me goosebumps. Joey Chestnut. Look at that guy just goats. downing those dogs. Does it get more American than that? Having a hot dog eating contest on the 4th of July? Like, come on. Man. That's Listen, it. I, I, I love our country, though. I mean, yep. I love our country. We get to talk on a podcast and do stupid stuff like this. We get to have, we're, we're exercising one of our rights right now um, to speak and a freedom of speech. And I love it. We do. We speak freely here. Yep. We don't, we don't, we're not mean. We're not bullies. Nope. We're not threatening nobody. We speak freely. We're proud Americans. I hope that we continue down that path. And I hope that we always continue to get better. I'm not saying we're perfect because we're not. We're a very flawed nation of 300 plus million people. Yep. It's very hard for everybody to be perfect, but we should keep trying to do better. And I think we are. And I think we're going to continue um, as citizens, as us to do better. Yep. And, and when you, when someone hears the argument or the, the comments that, that we refer to our, our nation as the best nation on planet earth, stuff like that, which I believe is true. And then, yeah. and then you kind of see some comments that are like slap back. Well, they, you know, this and that, and the, the blah, rights blah, blah. and the health rights, healthcare and the women's right. You know what? Shut your pie hole. Okay. Cause where else are you going to go to have every, every other stinking freedom you can possibly think of, be able to do what we're doing, like you mentioned, and have the right to complain about stuff. You ain't going to go anywhere else and find all that because there is a reason why everyone's trying to get here and they always will. Still, okay. Still. And yeah, we have a lot of issues here. Don't get me wrong. I, I think I posted something for work about it uh, on the 4th of July, which I'm very patriotic. I love our country. But yeah, we are yeah. flawed. We're supposed to be. We're, we're, we're built uh, by flawed individuals because we're all human beings. And we have to recognize those errors and move forth forward into making uh, America continuously be great again. I, I, I don't disagree, man. We, we just have to keep doing better for sure. Um, but listen, we're Besides, flawed, bro. Who else, who else would you know, celebrate the birthday of their country with a hot dog eating contest. There's no, no, no other country with enough swagger to do that other than the US of A. Listen, just don't watch the media. Don't listen to the media because they will have you believing that this country is so flawed and so bad. But the, the actions speak louder than words. And what I mean by that is people are still flooding to yeah. move here. People, I know many people that were immigrants and they're coming over here and they're still working on they they have really yep. good high paying jobs here, but they're still working on getting their green card and their visas to live here full time because yep. we have the most opportunities. You literally, and this is why I hate these equality. If you work hard enough and want something bad enough, I promise you in this country, you can obtain it. Yeah, I just talked we, to, we, um, you know, we were we were shooting off a lot of fireworks up in the air. I had brought a ton of the ones that go in the sky over to my parents' place, and I had family in town. So we were shooting stuff up into the sky. It was a beautiful sight, being able to blow stuff up, blah, blah, blah. But I was talking to uh, my, my parents' new neighbors, younger couple, uh, Indian couple, and the husband had been a citizen, but the wife just became a citizen last September, and she was beaming with pride over this sort of thing. This is what we don't get. Yeah. 
This is what yeah. we don't well, get, we- folks. If we were born into this and we've been a citizen and and we've just grown up in a, in a system of complaints, you don't listen to the people that came over and went through the study process, the paperwork process, all the stuff to become a full-on citizen, took the test, took the oath. Yeah. And yep. she had nothing but beaming words to say. And she's younger. It wasn't like it was some old lady. This was a younger, yeah. younger than me. And it was one of the uh, most significant experiences of her life to become an actual U.S. citizen officially last September. So kudos to her and others that do the same thing. Uh, yep. But this is a soapbox topic we can travel. I think folks that listen to us understand that we love where we're at and and love, uh, you know, irregardless of the flaws and the problems in the system, we still love it uh, no matter what. Um, so that being said, do you have any final words, thoughts or wisdom for us? I don't think so. I mean, I love my country. I love it. Um, what's what's the old saying? Love it or leave it, baby. Love it or leave it. Mm-hmm, Listen, mm-hmm. I think we can still love our country and recognize our flaws and help to make them better one step at a time. But I don't like to demonize um, certain cultures, certain ethnic groups, um, certain colors of people. I think that we're all Americans. I think that we're one big melting pot here. But at the end of the day, this is the United States of America. Let's keep it that way. Period. That's it. Period. Period. (laughs) Period. Exclamation point. Let's go. Let's go. Hashtag it. Okay. So we can travel. That's about it for me. Uh, We appreciate those that have subscribed below or follow our content. Uh, Please do so again. Once again, give us a thumb up if you're watching on YouTube or hit the follow button, hit the bell icon to know next time we drop new content uh, to to be uh, notified of that. And if you're listening to us on any of the audio sources, we appreciate any follow back, any comments below as well. Uh, what, what do you want to hear about? We'll be back to kind of more of a normalized schedule of programming come next week and really jumping into the boxing scene a bit more. As we mentioned, this was the uh, July 4th edition of the episode. So uh, a little bit different of a format, but we can travel. I appreciate your time. And uh, I don't really have any final thoughts other than uh, thanking our media uh, partners, TH Boxing, Goldstream Financial, and IF Enterprises, as always. And thank you at home listening, uh, wherever you are doing that. That's about it. Hallelujah. Okay. That over there is Weekend Trap. That there's B Money, aka producer, aka the man, the myth, the legend, but Joey Chestnut's still a goat. Oh, yeah. By far. Sit down, Tom (laughs) Brady. Joey Chestnut, stand up. God bless.